0: Probando, no dos, tres. Yeah. You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest mexican podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, señoras y señores, Suenan los tamores en vivo y directo, El pinchi treehouse en un viernes ya, after house. the after hours, treehouse effect, yeah. damn bro, it's not late, alright, no, it's not, it's like 6.30, maybe 7, yeah, but, bro, it's dinner time, but it's dark bro, it is, it's dark, <laughs> estamos acá, pinches. we have bufondas, <laughs> we're all bundled up, but you know what dog, it's very, it's a very comfortable evening, and there's no better person I'd like to share it with on top of this treehouse than with you, my compita chicle. Saludita. What's
1: up? Saludita. Mm. Mm. A little sniff, you know, preparar el alma.
0: Ah, bucanitas, the whiskey of choice, usually. I mean, that's how it gets down, bro. Ah, decompression time is Friday. We did a couple episodes this week. We've been busy. Yeah, you have. You, no, I say we collectively. I feel like we all have. Um, we have a lot of self-appointed goals, you know, we, we, we have our roles and we have a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of wheels in motion, and we're all busy, but it's ultimately leaning towards the same goal, you know, push, 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 seguir subiendo, Yeah. Yeah.
1: What have you been up to? This week, second week of the semester, we wrapped up, I think I mentioned last week the winter bridge, where oh. we, we did fun stuff with the students. Just trying to get them to ease back into the semester. Slow and steady, slow and steady. And then opportunities to connect, socialize. And then for some of our students, it was almost like summer school midway through the year. And, you know, really happy to report that some of the kids that were having a tough time, like, made it through, passed. Their teachers were proud of them sharing, you know, videos and and anecdotes of, like, his kid, like, I, I talked to him after class, and, you know, and...
0: It works. Yeah. You feel like the the the, the corner was turned, and...
1: Yeah, for some of those kids, I, I can already see it. Like, that's just momentum for yeah. them now. Ready and to know, party. the rest of the year, they're going to do great. And I think, too, for the teachers, like, a, a opportunity to connect with some kids that they hadn't connected with. And that's what it's all about, man. Like, I, I think that's the biggest thing... I'm really recognizing now how social and and uh, like relationships are so important in I, education. I
0: think when los twinkles, bro, little dudes, I can only speak to the the younger versions, los, mas, los de mi edad, de mis niños, pero I feel we underestimate them. They're very capable of oh, okay. handling yeah. a lot of Curveballs, a lot of different yeah. changes being thrown at them. Obviamente, al inicio no fue tan fácil. My kids had, they all had their struggles. One in particular, but the one in particular, now that the first semester is over, you got another winter break. Way, I was telling, don't run to the finish line. Run through that little dog. He ran right through the finish line. And now yes. wife, wifey and me, we were just kind of look at each other, like, hey, he gets it, now, huh? She's like, yeah. yeah, he gets it. He's more talkative. He's like, um he's enunciating, you know, you know, he's a middle child. He's not the oldest anymore or he's never was the oldest, but he's not the baby anymore. So right. he's, he's always like not getting enough attention. You know, everything is like, ah, 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 ah. proud of that little guy.
1: Yeah. And that that's one thing that's cool too. I mean, you know, I, my kids are young as well, but like you see, there's a moment that you, you catch where like they've evolved. Right. And, and today I was playing basketball with Amián and, he did something that like, like he just looked older. Uh-huh. He looked taller. He looked more <laughs> mature. You know, like it, it, I don't, I can't even explain it. But it was, I, I, I think he felt it too. You know, like we made eye contact. It's and called like swagger, knew. Papa. Yeah, it's so a little it, bit more. That's awesome. And I think with the high school kids, you do see that when they go from you know like young teenagers to young adults you know like there there is like a switch that happens and it's, I, sh- I
0: should be excited for that
1: yeah i mean yeah. I, every step of the way right Hell like yeah. every every year Hell every yeah. couple months every week you you see a change in our kids and i think now more than ever because we're spending so much time with them you know so I, I think it's more noticeable i mean if you're paying attention it's to-
0: it's going to suck if one well, it's not going to suck when things go back to quote unquote normal but yeah, one of the downfalls of going back to normal is back to the hustle and this, that, and the other, and maybe lose track of what we reconnected with. I don't want to lose that. I feel like right now the boys and me is specifically, specifically. You know, I'm not, I'm not an absentee dad, but I'm like we can always spend a lot more time with our kids, and yeah. I've spent a lot of times with my boys right now, and jeez, it's been awesome. And I don't want to, I don't want to take two steps back I, I don't on that, think bro. I don't
1: think it will, though. I don't think you will let it, you know, because I think now we appreciate it. So much more, and for me, just recognizing how little time I was spending with my family, you know, with my wife, even yeah, to where now there's so much time, like we were like we've been talking a lot and and going deeper than ever before. Because we're not tired, we're not busy, we're not preoccupied. And we
0: say, bro, sometimes you know, we get home from work, get home from the grind, and we disconnect yeah. mentally, physically, emotionally. Like, we're just a shell of ourselves. You don't just have there. the energy. No, yeah. And so
1: now, like, we're having these talks, it's like, dang.
0: Knock on wood, for you and, and, and for myself and my relationship, it's been positive. You know, like, yeah. it, it can't all... It can't always be like this. I'm sure there's situations and families and parejas. Oh, yeah, que, bro, last week. Yeah, you know, they don't see eye to eye, you yeah. know? I'm sure I, you
1: have those moments, too. I don't need I a pandemic to
0: elevate that shit, bro. No. <laughs> All I need is five seconds and a couple of buns to push, and I'll put yeah. that on.
1: Nah, we're we keeping it real. We still have our moments, you know, where we need to, you know what? Well, I'm going to go over to the living room. i see <laughs> you in a little bit. I'm going to camp out in the living room tonight. <laughs> I camp? Oh, yeah. Okay. right? You know, I think that's part of it too, man. Like, it, it has to be that way. It has to be a balance. It can't be all one way or the other. Like, you need a little can't bit of can't appreciate the good
0: unless you dip your toe in the bad, bro. That's right. You know, sometimes you got to put your whole foot in there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, things that have happened since the last we spoke. A lot of updates. A lot of cool little updates, bro. Um, as it relates to the, the brewery and, and, and art and, and the new direction we're going with, like, our uh, digital media presence. Our new website's up. Yeah, our new website, and you played a big role in that. Ooh. You and the compitaire casas came through, created this website, connected the old one that was. It served this purpose for like its first year or two, but then it quickly became outdated, and now this new one is multifaceted. You can do everything, all away, and it's the pinchy website on this fucking website where you can do everything.
1: What can I order on there? Everything. So now
0: yeah. every shirt that we've ever made will always be available. Every piece of merch. Is always gonna be available. You go onto our website, you go into the merch area, pa-pa-pa. Damn, esta pishy camisa de two hectic nunca salió una cervecería. Two hectic limited release available always on the website.
1: 24-7.
0: You want mugs, bro? Those cool mugs that Chicle made? Still not available on the website, but maybe soon. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) That was was, those were staff only. Bro, but then as soon as I started as soon as I started posting that shit online,
1: bro. Where can I get that fucking mug?
0: <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Like, it was a staff we one. put
1: in time. Homie.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Um, merch, all of it, hats, all of it, Todo it, by the way. And yeah, it's possible. cool. We we figured out a a, a, a channel from which to uh, tap into, and always have unlimited resources when it comes to merchandise. But if it's one thing, we always run out of the we always, always, always merchandise. We yeah. always run out of shirts. We always run out of masks. We always run out of hats, which is a bad thing, but it's also a good thing. It means people That's are really good. Thing. People are digging what we're doing. I know, but yep. it's it's. I, I'm fucking up, because I don't always replenish it. Because it's right. a hard time to to gauge. Are people still going to come out and buy this stuff? You know, yeah. I don't want to buy like. Let me get a hundred shirts. Let me get fifty of these shirts. Let me get fifty of those shirts. And then I'm sitting on forty seven shirts. You know, right. I'm sitting on forty six shirts. Where right now, where obviously we're in a deep pandemic, we're operating handcuffed and. It's it's bad, but I mean, I we need that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying.
1: And I think too, like everything else that has happened since the pandemic, like you've been prepping everything, so that when the doors open again, everything's gonna be lined up. <laughs> but You'll we prep your inventory. <laughs> we prep for a temporary <laughs> shit. Yeah, but you know, it's yeah, long term. It
0: is long term. Crazy. And a few months from now. A few months from now is a year, bro. Possibly.
1: And oh. think about that—you're gonna be more than ready. Oh yeah! On the bright side, we more are ready. ready. If,
0: if it's one thing, was we with between Kevin and, and the whole team, it's like we we've been preparing for this. Part of that was getting the website us because obviously you can't come to the brewery and have a pint, bro. No taquito ahí en el vaquero vaquero. You can't do that anymore. You right. can't. So if you can't come to the brewery, let the brewery come to you. So the mm-hmm. one thing I've been wanting to do with Eric is I wanted to set up a. The uh, point of access on the website where you can just go and put your order in. Boom, boom, boom. You know what? Let me get a four-pack of Pelotero. Let me get a four-pack of Flama Blanca. You know what? The crawler of Cheves' it. Click, clack, clook. whoop whoop Sale el precio. You pay it. It sends us a message. <whistles> Fulanito has ordered three cases. La, la, la. Please deliver. I get that instantaneously, and I deliver it out to you, man. Nice. That's what I like. You know, I like the the, the connectivity because we do pretty good on in, on our social media like where we we're, we're interactive, but we were there was a big disconnect when it came to providing a, a, a need to a want, you know. Yeah. So it was like now with that, I feel like everything's connected. It's gonna be awesome. And then when when
1: if I order, when can I expect my delivery?
0: Deliveries are we didn't put it on there yet. That's one of the things we're tweaking, but within like two hours, so long as you do, you order your your uh, order by 5 p.m., you will get it the same business days, you know? Oh, wow. So, yeah, so we, we'll be on them streets, boy. We got the van. I got to finish painting this van and get it all, all, all like, advertisement ready. But it's yeah. coming, bro. Nice. I got do any projects, like, in my head. Like, when I'm talking about it, I'm like, yeah, but then I need this. Fuck, then I need that. Damn, and then I need this, <laughs> and then I need that. So it's like, but I, I get excited about it because I feel like everything is finally coming into place where it, it, it's hard to explain, but it's, like, the beer aspect of the brewery. That's already done. That we we did that, you know? Yep. Now I want to connect everything now. Quiero conectar el ambiente, like the the, the culture part, the 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 merchandise, the ambiance. I want to connect it all and have it all like readily accessible at your fingertips if you can't make it in, you know? And when you do make it in, it's like I want it you feel it, bro. It's like fuck. Yeah. I love going to three Ales, man. Hell everything hell looks yeah. rad in here. It feels good. Oh, the beer's awesome. Like everything just needs to be firing, bro. Ready? <laughs> you ready?
1: Woo.
0: mm mm so yeah the website's good art is good um people always ask us about uh our release of uh our triple IPA, El tres animales because that should be coming up like in coming a month yeah bro like it's in a up month soon. so I know you've been cracking out some artwork for that one yeah. <laughs> that fucking artwork is amazing I mean inching going on bro like you really you killed it on that one thank you
1: I had a lot of fun it's always fun especially you know because everything's inspired by music yep So what I've been doing with the last few is I listen to the tunes a few times, speak to a feeling, and then the colors and everything has a a meaning, you know. And then with this one, tres animales, yeah, I think most people know what's up, you know. But there is meaning. So even I tried to make the way the characters are dressed look. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, (laughs) Crystal was
0: like, what does that mean? I was like. You know what it means. <laughs> you know what it means. So you got one that's more like slick looking, oh, yeah. you
1: know, more Rasta, and then the other more eclectic fella. Acabian you know. Periquín. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, it's fun.
0: It's a cool one. And yeah, so I can't wait for that. That's, that's usually a, a, it's a fan favorite because it's like a big beer, man. People like big mm-hmm. beers. I want the biggest IPA you have. And this one's like over 10%. Dude. So, I'll start and we're going to have is
1: it smooth like pelotero?
0: Yeah. It's it's actually smoother than pelotero. No. Yeah. Yeah. Pelotero was so, dangerous. Pelotero's man.
1: coming back. Ah, oh, see, man.
0: That's one positive thing. Another one that the pandemic birthed, at least as it relates to the brewery, is the creation of like new beers and and yeah. and new styles for us that we're going to and then just new like New newfound uh, friendships and 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 like you and me and, and the brewery and you know and Kevin and Eric it's yeah. like now we have like a, a different kind of nucleus that we didn't have before and it's like yeah. full force let's go let's go
1: do you feel like with the pandemic Kevin has been able to to be more creative or or like how did that how has that changed when compita
0: Kevin he's a he's the big so, strong silent type you know mm-hmm. so it, it, it's hard to kind of like break down his wall and see what he's thinking but I know what he's thinking you know and I and what I was thinking is I got to get out of his way. I can't yeah. when it comes to the brewery and and operations down there. I can't I, one. I've never brewed on our system. You know, yeah. I'm strictly a home brewer, so I've never translated it into the brewing and the big facility, and and two. If I put myself in his position, I don't want somebody like over my shoulder constantly like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? What are, doing? Yeah. What are we doing? So it's like I, I've come to him and be like, bro, so I was, what I really want to do is I, I want to start brewing on this system. You know, I want you to teach me on this system. You know, I've, I've never brewed on this one that we have. I'd like to start just in case, you know, if, if you, you need to take vacation at time, some time off. I jump in and i would be, ah, OK, he wants me to brew, brew, fucking kill the poor. I got it. Uh, flama Blanca, poof, po follow the recipe, everything. And, and that's it. But I don't want to overwhelm him and be that fucking thorn in his side. Hey, bro, teach yeah. me, teach me. So I say, man, later on, as things kind of get situated. One day. I'd love it if you could teach me how to operate on our facility, on our system. You yeah. know, I've never done it. Let, let's get down to it. So for him, he just needs a space. You know, yeah. he, he, he's, he's, um, he needs hugs. He's, he, he needs to be told you're killing it, bro. Yeah. And, uh, well, and, he, is. and he, well, yeah, but I need, I, I don't tell, I don't tell people that. Why not? I don't know. And it's not one of those things where it's like, I purposely say, oh yeah, he's doing a good job. I better not say anything. <laughs> it's like, fuck yeah, he's killing it. What else needs to get done? You know? <laughs> for me, it's like, yeah, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Let, let's focus our attention on well, what we do have to worry. But yeah, like, I, I, I realize like, I do need to celebrate more. And even, like, my, the kids, like, if they kill it on something, I'm like, oh. Like, I'm happy for them inside. I'm like, yeah, like, that's good. Good job. You know? I see Eso. Siguele. But I feel like I should go. And wifey tell me, you just got to, like, yeah, hug them and celebrate. Everything's a big deal. Blah, blah. Ollie, you pooped in the potty. Killer yeah. job, the Larry Fosters, <laughs> bro. You know, <laughs> plenty of <the> applause. Yeah. <laughs> good job, brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ollie pooped in the potty. <laughs> you know, like she like that, and I'm, and that's the one thing I for sure need to work on. You know, like I, yeah. I have a poker face, good or bad. If you if you if you did something to like really get me butthurt i'm like all right whatever i can't i can't let that affect me yeah. you did something that is awesome or great i'm like oh yeah awesome cool next what do we got next right so i just i just kind of <laughs> i like to keep it moving i guess bro i'll get better
1: that's one way to put it <laughs> damn Now that's good that's good i that work on cool. it i'll work on it so yeah
0: everything at the brewery is awesome hell yeah Yeah, we're just waiting it's waiting to open waiting to open and then that for now delivery oh yeah for now we're killing it on deliveries it and go. and people come inside what else we got going with emo brown dude emo brown. brown's moving emo brown is moving emo brown the foundation is moving the nonprofit board yeah. of directors will be voting on uh a, uh a, commissioner of the table or, se llama? La there's a, a treasurer yeah. there's a secretary and there's a the ceo yeah there's three right. positions and we're going yeah. to vote on them So it's probably important that we start learning about what the fucking each position does or the title of it. So that thing is going in the right direction, man. We're sitting down. We created like nice little bylaws, a little fucking mission statement. Everyone is on board moving forward. And all that means is more opportunities to raise money, more opportunities to work with the community and like community leaders and just raise funds, raise awareness and make sure that the appropriate people are are, are reaping the rewards and the benefits of what we're putting into it, man. Yeah. Fortunately, that's not in our hands because imagine... I feel like it would be very difficult to, okay, who, who can we help? So like right now we have like a liaison that kind of looks over like, okay, boom, you want, you want to do scholarships? Let's, let's sit down and help you with scholarships. You yeah. want to, want to donate to schools and families and you know, okay, let's, we have somebody that can help and allocate those funds.
1: Right. That's a tough job. Yeah. And a very important job. But I think what what's exciting is our approach, you know, is, about family, about having fun, about coming together and giving back to our communities, and I think the the possibilities of what we will be able to do is is unlimited you know and i'm I'm excited you know we've talked about like getting bikes, we've yeah. talked about the scholarships, yeah and, you know there's so many cool things, and even like you said, I think also finding other programs that have a reach, you know, so not necessarily us finding. The recipients all the time, but like what other programs that could use that extra support who already have you know a a, a net out there that's capturing people that need the the love right now
0: for the first time I don't in a long time since I've been an adult it it just it feels good to like uh, be part of something where you see the reward. And you don't and what you're the work that you're putting into it doesn't seem so taxing, you know, like it's a passion. I would describe this one now as a new passion, you know, like fuck yeah, we're all working together, we're all like minded dudes, we all kind of have similar backgrounds, and we all want to contribute to the same cause, you know, uh, like the businesses. I feel the exact same way, but I feel a sense of pressure where it's like okay, but yes, but ultimately this is a business, and yeah. we, we got to keep it moving, and you got to hustle, and you know, so like I feel like with with the the foundation and the and the grouping of all of us involved is. It's very um smooth sailing, like there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of like over overwhelming or or impending like stress. It's like, okay, you know what what we're doing is is a positive thing. Just yeah. the fact that we're involved, we started, it, and we're doing it, it should this should be stress free, and thank God it's something that's awesome and it's stress free. Yep. I enjoy it
1: well, Woo yeah and and I think we have to keep it that way, right yeah and not, right now it's not an official thing, hmm? where we have to keep you know minutes and have all these official things happening, but I think we all come with some experiences, you know, and just putting it all on the table, making sure everyone's on the same page, put it in writing, you know, and it should put be put it in writing. writing. Hey <laughs> will be, bro. This is
0: this is this is one of those things where it's like it's filled with too much positivity that it's gonna it's ultimately gonna end up in winning, you know. I, it, like it already, already did. winning, bro. What we were able to
1: do in like a month and a half is
0: ganamos. Yeah, that was awesome, awesome bro. Yeah. You know, we win, yeah. everybody wins. That's yep. a cool thing.
1: That's the best thing.
0: Emo Brown is also something more,
1: chiquiline. What is
0: it? It's athletics. What? It's
1: Deportin,
0: you know? And just recently, Coach Julio has taken the reins again of the, uh, the soccer team. Once upon a time, um, Emo Brown Athletic Club was 3 Punk United. Oh, and three punk United was, you know, the, the, the brewery's soccer team. And we played at the, the water tower in um, in North Park, bro. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: it's,
0: it's, 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 it's historic. It's an icon in San Diego. If you like yeah. soccer, like that's it. That's that's where you play. There's a few uh, indoor spots. It has recently shut down due to uh, erosion in the geography. But before it shut down, three punk United shut it down. All right, yeah, we played. see we almost muchos años Wait, We played, I think it was like a total of seven years. No that, way. Yeah, I played like the first two years, took a break when the first kiddo was born, and then came back for like the last two years, you know? So we 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 were dominant. We won a lot of championships, bro. Wow. Yeah, so it was so okay. when that died, it was like it was a little bit before the pandemic, so it, it took away a piece of me. I was like, oh fuck. Because I like I enjoy it. I'm not as good at it at it as I once was. Right. You know, we, what we always talk about it's like in my head. Full, I'm, man, I'm not refounding, bro. I'm doing lasando cruzando, I'm crossing, dude, I'm switching the game, pa pa pa. But when I try to like pull that off in real life, my body's not reacting. My leg is like yeah, slow. No, I'm like, <laughs> oh. But I still we still enjoy going out. So that was the case that. We, we started poking around like what other leagues are around. And we found one in East Lake, in East Chula Vista. And Emo Brown Athletic Club Soccer Squad is, is in. in, bro. That's, that's the team now. Hell yeah. So we're going to be in a over 30 Division B. And from what I keep hearing, bro, it's going to be intense. Really? It's going to be intense matches. And we got to battle to get to Division A. And Division A is where you want to be because that's, I guess, in this league, they fucking have announcers, bro. There people on the sideline, like right now, like you and me. Ah, oh, nos encontramos aquí, es un martes en el Otay Ranch. A ver, bah, they, bah. Like it's recorded or just no, bro. There's for... two dudes. Like if you go on their on their uh, Instagram, uh, yeah, oh, what's it called? East East Lake East Lake Soccer League, I think it's called. Yeah, East Lake Soccer League. If you go on their Instagram, bah, 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 look on there. Um, they have commentators on the sideline sitting down, like kind of where we're sitting, just watching the match. And then uh, they have a. Uh,
1: Introductions and shit, but you, can, you and you hear it there locally. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. if you're if you're at the
0: pitch, if you're right yeah. there at the park, like you obviously ah oh, no. Oh, that's awesome. Numero quince, chicle, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like whatever. And it, I just that just kind of tickled me in that nostalgic way, like fuck yeah, yeah. They're, they're giving like washed up old dudes a, a platform to feel kind of cool and yeah, maybe like yeah. take it back to when we were younger. Yeah, and, how like, long are the games? Not uh, twenty five minute halves.
1: Oh, perfect. Yeah,
0: I know, bro. I'm good for five minutes each half, man. Yeah. Honestly, right now, top. top. Oh, no, no. That's best case scenario, bro. I got like
1: five minutes and one sprint. If I do a sprint, that five dips at three. (laughs) (laughs) Real shit, bro. Hey, well, I think we all agreed, though, as long as we're not last. I mean, yeah. For this first round. Yeah. I mean, to quote the famous
0: race car driver, Ricardo Bobby, if you're not first, you are last. So okay. I want to battle for first, especially if we're in the second division. I want to get to the top. And that the cool thing is, this team has a core. Like the, the the core is still the same. Yeah, you know the core is still the same. Except we just added some some awesome pieces. You know, you're good. El wow. compita Juan el, el malo He's good. Yeah, you know it's like we're we're just. Have you seen him play? He, you know what I, ha- I have. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Go I, ahead. I used to be good.
1: Oh yeah, I'm in the same boat. That's like, why I'm giving you the verbal my waiver. Brain, yeah, moves like. Rapid. Light speed, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> light speed. My feet, uh, it's like cement blocks right now. My head is in the cloud floating, doing
0: miraculous things. My feet are in mud, bro. And yeah. I ju- and I can't just pick one up and put it down. It's hard.
1: Yeah, but I've been running a lot. Dude, so tell I got, me, tell me, tell I got me. The, I, I got the long distance. Like if, if all you guys need me to do is jog around, uh-huh. I got you. Shh. Hour. What fuck is that going to do for us, bro? Exactly. <laughs> so just, you know i need you
0: i need you sprinting bro <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need to be going from the sideline to the sideline yeah, um but I you've know. been a runner because you, cause you yeah. know how i know you're a runner it's kind of like like crossfit because right. all you do is talk about being a runner bro it's like mm-hmm. oh and then you post it all the time oh, corri tres oh, i started tagging this is you my time ta- oh,
1: i know bro i know i've been know running you, too i don't know if you saw that i've been running too hey you have
0: i've been running too good. wifey and i run on tuesdays and thursdays nice yeah so tuesdays and thursdays are run day monday wednesday friday and sunday is our bike day you oh, know just nice. to get you know keep the legs moving, keep that cardio going bro that's all we need i, I gained i gained that COVID 19 bro during this yeah, wait no mom is bro like i i i put on the 10 pounds you know mm. and i took a, a week and a half off from work and that's usually that's mm. good for like yes. a thousand calories burned a day i remove that um and i continue to grow my appetite and of course, shit, bro. Of course. Sad. Look at, but primarily no soccer, no jujitsu. You know, it's like, and you're in a pandemic. Yeah, it's like fuck, man. And I look around. I'm like, all right, cool. I ain't the, I ain't the only one. I ain't fucking, you know, unique to this situation. There's a lot of COVID 19 pounders going around mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's why I, I started running. with wife, I hate running, bro. I know you, fee- you seem to have a passion for running. Me, I, 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 have. I don't, I don't. What's actually. the opposite of passion?
1: Um, I don't know, but hatred. Y- I hate y- running, bro. <laughs> I run more like when I when I got a lot of things on my mind, I take off.
0: Damn, you must be having a lot of things on your mind lately, bro, because yeah, you run read, in high. You run a lot. Dude.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things going on, you know, at school and that 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 takes a lot. I can imagine. You know. That's one thing I I think I said this already, but I feel like I'm finally owning my position at school. Go ahead. You know? being an administrator like i think in the past i had been in many ways kind of still treating myself like a teacher or, or thinking of myself as just a teacher and just coming to terms with like i'm not you know i have other i have new responsibilities i have you know a bigger voice i can i can i can do things that i couldn't do before and just really embracing that, you know, and, and more than anything, just trying to be looking out for the kids, you know, and, and we need that. We need, we need to step up for them and, you know, remind each other as adults, like, you know, the kids, if, if we're feeling stressed, if we're feeling preoccupied and and pulled in a million directions, like the kids are as well. How, How often do you get an opportunity to see these kids? Uh, I mean, everything mostly is happening on the computer. Yeah, directly online. Right? Right before the winter break, we were allowed to bring students back in in small groups. So, like, the biggest number we could have is 50. We had about 15 come in. So, I got to see those kids, like, three to four times a week. But we have 400 kids at our school. That's crazy. How do
0: you determine who gets to come into class and who does it and is it voluntarily like or is it obligated for everybody to be like present
1: no it's it's not mandatory um but we reached out to the kids that we knew were having a tough time just in general and then we also invited kids that grade wise were having a really tough time um And for the ones that came in, you know, we invited a a bigger number. Like, I think we invited close to 30. And out of those 30, 15 actually came in because, you know, you have to keep in mind, too, some families aren't comfortable with, you know, bringing their students in. Some families don't have transportation, you know, to bring their kids in. And so it's hard, you know, because we also don't want to invite a kid in and then expect them to ride the bus, you know, like— that's just adding further yeah, stresses like, and, and, and putting and them at risk and yeah. then putting ourselves yeah. at risk. Yeah. But like we need to get some kids in because they're so much more productive. They, they're more positive, you know? And so did it work for those kids that came in? Yeah. Oh, okay. Bueno. of, of all the kids that came, I, I think other than, you know, maybe two of them, the rest all expressed like just how much more productive they were, how much more they were getting done. Um, Like just in general, it was a very positive experience for them. So we're hoping to be able to do that again in in a week or two. Um, And some kids have already reached out like, hey, are we going to do that again? You know, and um, so excited for that, you know, and and just to continue to send them messages and hopefully they, they read them. These you know, heroes,
0: bro. Look at you guys. We're
1: we are still recording that podcast this week. I got to record one with a, a mom and a student, and that was really neat to see. That t- tell dynamic. me a little
0: bit about the podcast. Where's what is it called? It can, can anybody listen to it? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean it's 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 public. Um, I don't really promote it because it is like students and and stuff about our school. So I don't know that everyone will be interested, but it is interesting to hear students talk about themselves and who they are outside of school or, you know, adults talking about what they did in college and how they ended up becoming teachers. So there, there is, it is really cool. Um, It's called Voices Internacional. Uh, Our school is high tech, high international. And my goal was knowing that we were going to be in this distance learning situation like how to create opportunities for students voice to be heard teachers voice to be heard in a different way and hopefully build community connect, you know, here, maybe you hear someone talk about like one of the kids I had on, uh, recently, he talked about his love for deaf tones. Okay. You know, and how, you know, his mom has introduced him to a lot of music and, you know, His mom's like our age, you know, and so I was asking him about like other music that he listens to. And it was really cool because then we had a connection, you know, and it's a student that I hadn't really talked to before. But now we know like music and, and other, you know, things of our background that, now I have a connection to this guy in a different way than I would have if we were just back at school. That's the weird thing about music, you know? bro. It
0: brings different people together. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty awesome.
1: So it's been cool. Like really cool to do that. It's like twenty one, twenty two episodes in. So
0: Damn, look at you perfecting that that uh, that, trying, delivery yeah, gotta, voice, gotta, that delivery voice. That delivery voice, bro. Get
1: that that equipment though. I'm doing everything. Aquí está. Aquí
0: está, take it. Use it. Well, Abuse it. Yeah. But now, man, um, touching more on that music thing i know we've been talking about what we want to do um for me personally like uh come on those resolutions part of that was I, I really wanted to get back into music I, re, I really wanted to to sit down and focus on on lighting lighting that fire that internal fire the flame of of, of passion you know and i told wife, i talked to her i mean we're well, obviously where everyone's busy you know we have a lot of responsibilities our, our schedules are slammed but i said hey I really want to get back into music. And Wifey knows that I love music, you know? Fuck, I just I bought an accordion. I learned how to fucking play an accordion over the pandemic. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I, I want to get back into music. You know, I don't care what kind of music. I don't care, like, what. I just want to get in, like, build a little studio and just kind of, like, start recording again, you know? And that, that's what I've started doing. I know I've, I've floated. We floated the idea together. And, and you were talking about, well, yeah, bro, I've been taking bass lessons. And yeah. What do you think?
1: I started this week official. Nice. My, my music teacher came through the pad, taught me a song, and nice. I've been working on it. And How'd then, it feel? Yeah, man, it was awesome. Is it a release? Yes. And, and it was cool because I, I had been trying to teach myself. Uh-huh. Like since the pandemic started, you know, I would see videos and, and like, just try. Uh, how'd that go? It, it worked. Okay. You know, I, I could get some tunes. But going. you weren't comfortable. I, I was but now that i had a teacher come through and show me what's up how to hold the base how to position my hand like i realized because i didn't know i was doing things that that were not helpful that is awesome that you is know? Awesome. so like that now i'm trying to you know fight what unlearn like what habits you yeah unlearn the I bad habits yeah so that was really cool and then yesterday a buddy came by and you know, taught me an original song that he's working on. Nice. He pulled out his guitar, and he had me working on it, and that was really neat. Oh, to good. Play, to play with someone. Hell yeah. So it's been fun, like, just just getting into it, you know? Um, All my life. something I've, that I've always wanted to do, so. I, I've, I've always been, uh,
0: like, self-taught. You know, like you said, yeah. it's always something you wanted to do. For me, it's always, music has always been that thing that I can, like, oh, look at and be like, ooh. This is just me. I don't need anybody else to do this. So I would always just pick up a guitar. The first thing I learned was a guitar, bah, 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 like just started strumming until I figured it out. Then I started connecting things, poking around and asking people. did I taught myself how to put the drums, the bass, the guitar, but the accordion, bro. Esa like, amar está difícil. I tried to learn on YouTube and even that you can kind of get it. But I was like, I don't want to just cheat and learn. So that's why I hired that professor to come through and, and teach me like scales and proper holding of the of the, of the accordion. And the tuning of the accordion and how it's important to the songs that I want to play. Mm -hmm. So I was like, my mind was blown. I never would. I don't think I've ever would have learned that, you know, just the position and the little tricks on where to move your hand. Exactly. Bro.
1: It makes a huge difference. Challenge. Yeah.
0: We're going to release a five song little EP together.
1: Not original shit. We're going to, you know what we're going to do? We're
0: going to find songs that we like, cover and freak them. You know, just do them different. Yeah, because I feel like we're totally capable of doing that. I mean, you know, it, it could be rock. I got punk rock, like hard. It could be cumbias. It could be norteño. It could be like just everything, you know. But then we just freak them. We put in, we we, we throw a little, a little even twist. brown flavor, a little a little twist. a little twist. You down or what? Challenge. I'm in, bro. Because I I ordered everything already. I ordered um, I ordered a little uh, the the mixing board which is we can use this and the one i already have in the studio oh, no yeah we, I, I ordered the new speakers um i i'm using logic sama for for apple is what i've always used like the the medium the, the software to to create the music bro we ready bro we're ready on. i bought a new midi player so a little keyboard just to kind of like create sounds I, I bought a bunch of drum loops a lot of drum sounds already oh, no that way. way yeah you know so it's legitimately we, we'll, we'll get the drums already down that's one less thing but I do have a set of drums at the brewery that came through. That no, somebody's man. ready on call to use them. Just in case, bitch, I'm ready, Damn. dog. I'm I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I need a practice. Yeah, more. yeah. I mean, we'll talk about what songs we want to do. You know. Yeah. Okay, can't that. E Emo Brown covers G thing. Yeah. You know, like it. You know, <laughs> ain't nothing but a G thing. Maybe we don't even sing, bro. Or maybe we switch the lyrics or whatever. Make it more, you know, for us. But. Learning that bass line, bro. Learning that fucking synthesizer, little everything coming in. That would be fun. It, it would be fun. It's like a Rubik's Cube. It's like, it's like dissecting it and just figuring it out and then putting it back together again in a way that only we would know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I think that would be cool. So yeah. it sounds like you're on.
1: Yes. Shit.
0: Count me in. Now we have to do a, nothing but a G thing. Imagine if we did it like, mm-hmm. like with Kumbis, add a little accordion. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. And then we'll release it. Boom. Become famous and take this show on the road. We'll become a. <laughs> we'll become a, not only a podcast but a little like a entertainment hour. <laughs> <laughs> podcast la, my, before my, la, bro. the presentation. So last week, bro, we had a question. Yeah, we had a question that we 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 asked everybody like, and it's cool. I I, I do like the format of of asking a question like you know near near the middle towards the end to kind of like bring it all together. Um. We asked last week about Selena, you know, the the series versus the movie, pros, mm-hmm. cons, uh, thoughts, whatever. And we got a very resounding. The Boo. movie. Well, the movie got the high yeah, praise, as yeah. always, you know, nothing, but the series didn't get it. And, you know, and I watched it and I've been watching it kind of again on and off. I like it and it's on a different way. It's yeah. on a different way. But this week's question. Yeah. Who would you like to have a drink with? A chat at the bar, you know? Yeah. So, dead or life. whatever. Just who, who, in your mind, who would you have liked to sit down with and, and just kind of like shoot this shit? You're hanging out at the Owlwood, You know, you're hanging out at the Manhattan. You're at Machete. Whatever. You're at any one of these little watering holes. You're sitting down and all of a sudden, Chalino Sanchez came in, bro. Damn. You know what I'm saying? That's who you, know, you, you picked? That's what I... I yeah, yeah. I wasn't the only one because I posted it on, on, on Instagram. I'm like, uh-huh. who would you choose, bro? Literally, three other people chose one, <laughs> chose Chalino Sanchez. I'm like, all right, cool. I said, I don't sound like a weenie then. <laughs> I just have his tattoo on my arm. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, so you, you sit down, you come in, like, dead or alive, boom, boom. And then Chalino Sanchez comes in. And, you know, for me, I was like, hey, man, let me talk to you about like this and that. And why did why did I feel so like drawn and connected to you as a fucking. 13, a 12 year old, 13, 14 year old kid, you know, just listening to the music. And then, you know, just it's like tell him how much, like, um, I, I like listening to stories. You know, I like sitting down and like this. Part of the podcast that we do is just sharing stories, hanging out and yeah. listening to stories. It's fun. And that's one dude musically that I've always looked up to just because of the way he had um, his delivery, uh, the the way mm-hmm. of like, you know, like telling a story, drawing me in. I know, I know about random ass narcotraficantes from michoacan from sinaloa from everywhere in mexico bro just by listening to these songs from his lyrics you know from his lyrics so it's like and i learned I learned about love and and romanticism mm. so i mean for me like growing up like those were all things that i had no fucking clue about but mm-hmm. it was instilled in me and I, you know for me i would i would choose him and be talking about like, like growing up in, in culiacán or down there and and you know going through the situations that he went and moving back up here to like L.A. or Paramount and, you know, back and forth. That'd be interesting for me. Hell yeah. What about you, sir?
1: What did we say? It was anybody, right? Anybody. They're alive, bro. Anybody. I think for me, one person that I, I wish I could have a drink with at any of, anywhere would be my Mama Elvira. Because I've heard stories from my older cousins. I'm one of the youngest in the family. And some of my older cousins that got to know her as adults also got to drink with her. Okay, you know, and and I've heard stories that she could, you know, put it down, calm down, and and was a good time. Really into music, and you know, I wish I, I didn't get to know my grandparents uh, very much. Like they all passed when I was a little kid, and you know, I think I, I'd I would love to run into all of them as an adult and have a beverage with them and talk about. You know who they were growing up, and all the different stories that I'm sure they had. Um, but she would be like my first, my first guest,
0: first, for, first guest on the having a chat and a drink with somebody.
1: Yeah. And yeah. you know,
0: and I was thinking to myself because um, uh, my my parents worked a lot, so I was raised by my grandparents. You know, mm. and um, my mom would always tell me that my my abuelito, my pop, is what we call him. My pop, I was the apple of his eye. You know. She always tell me, oh, you would have been so proud of you. My dad tells me to, t- takes my dad a couple of drinks. And then he said, ¿sabes que tu, tu abuelito, tu pap? he would have been very proud of you, everything you're doing. I yeah. would have liked to see what kind of a dude he was, you know, because yeah. all the stories I've heard about my pop are that, you know, he's, he's a grinder. We all came to this side some way or another, yep. you know what I mean? Nobody, nobody's like a, a route started here. You know, it, it probably started somewhere else south of the border. And we all eventually came over here. Getting over here must have been a, bitch back in the day must have mm. been a struggle must have been like a, a a battle you know battle with the elements a battle with yourself just trying to get over here knowing what the ultimate goal was what bro to plant your seed and and, and to start a new a new family a new tradition a new root a new tree you know yeah so i would have loved because i know he was a baker i knew he, you know my oh, mom wow. and my dad with my my grandma would toss you and I'm like, fuck, that would have been awesome to sit down. And my Imagine. grandma too, bro. Yeah. And, I, and I tell my mom, I like, I got to take advantage of the opportunity I have yeah. with my abuelita. My abuelita, she's 93 years old, you yeah. know, by everything that I, I do with her on the daily every other day when I see them. And I'm very fortunate with that, bro. I get an opportunity to see my abuelita as much as I want, you know, because mm-hmm. she's at my parents' house right now with the pandemic. She's there. You know, so I tweak. She's right there. And the other benefit is my boys get to hang out with her. Yeah. Dude, my boys, they, they go over. Abuelita, 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 and right. never in my wildest fucking, like, craziest dreams that I imagined. I would have, one, three kids. And, right. two, an opportunity for them to hang out with my mom, which is their grandma. And, three, have them an opportunity to hang out with their, abuelita, their bisabuelita, bro. You know, it's like they get an opportunity to hang out with their great-grandma. Yeah. You know, my grandma, yeah. she's been here decades but she don't speak no english bro you know that's like you know that's like part of a rule if you're an abuelita and the head of the hat in the family you ain't supposed (laughs) to speak english bro you You just you just know what you know and that's it you know you 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 march the 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 beat of your own drummer because then you paid the cost to be the boss so i think it's awesome that my kid my three my six my eight year old you know get to see and and, then i see the twinkle in my i Despídense en eso, abuelita. We'll tell your abuelita you love her. Bye, Lita. I love you. And I'm like, oh, that's the best. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I got to take advantage. Of it. I said, one day I just want to sit down with my abuelita and like pull out a little tape recorder and just, you know, yeah. ask her questions Dude, and take document this that. With you. Yeah, I went there. Maybe it'll just be like over a series of, yeah. of, 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 of times, you
1: know? That's <sighs> what we did with, with my parents. We did that and, you know, we need to do a follow up, but we just started recording like what they remembered from growing up, you know, my dad. You know, he was born in 39, so he's seen... He's seen some things. He's seen a lot of changes, you know, and it, it's fascinating, you know, to hear history. I've
0: right? had an opportunity to sit down with you and your dad and, and have a whiskey, and I was drawn in just the way he was speaking. You know, we yeah, were outside. He's a it it wasn't intimate because we were outdoors during the pandemic, obviously, so we all had some distance with him, but we had the whiskey, you know, bah, 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 and when whiskey is flowing, mm-hmm. I feel like you start talking a little bit more, you start connecting, and... Just listening to your pops talk, I was like, I was drawn in. I was like, oh, I, like yeah. way, I like the way he speaks. Yeah. You know, he speaks in a, in, a, cool. in, a, in a rhythmic manner, which it just kind of has you like just listening, leaning in and listening. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. That's awesome, you know?
1: That's one of his superpowers, man. He always, that man will walk in anywhere and come out with friends. Eh?
0: He's doing, there's nothing wrong with that, bro. Yeah, no, it's awesome. So we posted the same question to people out there. We'll touch on a couple of them. Uh, oh, Me yeah. That dude Vega, we all know who that dude Vega is. He's the uh, operator of South of the Eight podcast. A drink and a night of singing con el Chalino. Duh bro. That's that's the way to do it. Preston. Oh, Preston. Preston, I know who he is. He's a he's a cyclist. He um the name of this his cycle crew escapes me right now. But he he used to work at Fall Brewing and he said Tom Waits.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Tom Waits connects on many different levels, should at least down here for us, bro. Yeah. I mean, he lives in National City, lived in National City, perdon. And then he, he graduated from Chula Vista High School. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he graduated from Chula Vista High School. Did you know also, I don't know why I know so much about Tom Waits. He worked at uh, uh Pizza. Oh, no. Yeah, across from the uh, P.G. National Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was like, oh, fuck. So when this guy said, oh, Preston said, you know, Tom Waits, you know, and da, 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 da. He's a spirit guide. I was like, that's a good pool, man. That's a, that's a South Bay pool. And that's like, that's, that's pretty awesome. Hell yeah. Have, do you know who he is or not really too much?
1: I, I know a little bit of him. Uh, I know that when he performed at the Adams Avenue Street Fair, I did really, really well. Nice. There was a ton of people out uh, there to hear
0: him. <laughs> we got Ant- Alex Pena. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Alex Pena, Anthony Bourdain's. Nice. That would be a good one. Dang. I feel like I got into Anthony Bourdain too late in the game. Yeah. You know, like I always kind of knew who Anthony Bourdain was, but I never really took the time to like yeah. dive into what he did.
1: I I mean, when I knew him just from that, that show that he would do, right, where he would travel yeah. and show you all the spots. That's like pretty the cool. the real spots. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, so I got to just, I guess, get to know him through that.
0: Yeah, and then we lost him. He,
1: he, he yeah. you know, is no longer See, with I, I, that sounds to me like Alex is in for like at least a two-day, three-day like extravaganza. Damn, like that? You know what I mean? Anthony Bourdain didn't seem like he...
0: He went in light. Have you... um? So you haven't read his book? No. Okay, K- Kitchen Confidentials, Meloche. It's a really good book, bro. Yeah. It's a really good book. It just goes over like the dark side. His dark side one. Yeah. Um, The dark side of the uh, working in a kitchen, working in a restaurant. You know, it's mm-hmm. very grimy. It's not as a... Uh, I don't know if, if people already think it's luxurious, but it's not as extravagant as one would imagine. You know, working in this industry would be there's a lot of fun. Yeah, well I mean, yeah, and sometimes a little too much fun according to Anthony Bourdain. You know, it's just it comes it comes a lot of pitfalls, comes a lot of, you know, a lot of a lot of everything. There's highs and there's lows. Good book, bro. I can't believe I read that. Yeah, you should definitely look into it. Kitchen confidentials. A ver, ¿quién más? Pam, pam, pam. Un compita cheese head for El Kobe. I could see that. Kobe. We lost a lot of people during the 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 shutdown. The first year in the pandemic, bro. Diego Maradona, strong athlete. Kobe Bryant, obviously another Mm -hmm. athlete. A lot of baseball players, bro. A lot of baseball players. Your thoughts on Kobe? Would that be somebody that you'd be interested in meeting? And what would you ask him? Yeah,
1: I wouldn't be opposed, but like, he's not on my list. He's not somebody I, like, I know too much. If I ran much. into him in the treehouse, I'd be like, yo, what's up, man? Hey." You know? I feel bringing somebody in the treehouse
0: is home field advantage for us. We're very comfortable yeah. up here. You know, yeah. we, we, we eat, we drink, we smoke up here. It's all calm and collected. I feel like anybody we'd bring in here, we'd be able to have a very nice, fluid conversation. Everybody relaxes. I like, had Cantore on couple days ago. He was chill. You know, you just bring him up and, and he just started relaxing after a while. Started telling me stories about fucking Flea, yeah, about Jeremy Piven, that. you know, and I'm like, all right, cool. People just start opening up. Before that, I had Nate Aburrea, the voice from the Cholos on the English That's version. Right. He yeah. came in and and he started delving into things and he told me at the end, he's like, you know what, bro? I felt really comfortable up there, bro. Yeah, I felt, awesome. re- I said, He's like, I haven't done any podcast. I've been asked by a lot of people to sit down and talk to him because I don't know if you heard that one. He had, he had a lot of political issues. Like uh, mm. he he got put pulled to the side, crossing a TJ, going to the game, and uh, kind of got harassed and, and manhandled by the the the, the border patrol. Damn. And it went all the way to the top where um, AOC like commented on his tweet and retweeted in la la la. So it, it went big. Like he oh, he wow. he garnered a lot of traction, a lot of attention. He's like, I haven't really talked too much about that. He came out and he just like. Boom. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I wow. To it. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, bro. All right, cool. So I feel like, yes, there's something we could about bring it. somebody up into the treehouse and yeah, just yeah. give them a chill. Because right now it's a little late. So people usually come around three or four. So by the time we're recording and wrapping it up, the sunset is going down. Ooh. And the last couple of weeks, last week for sure, the sunsets Shire. here in San Diego have been next level, bro. Yes. Se me figura la película Pinky Avatar, bro. Everything just looks yeah, all like nice yeah. and colorful. I'm like, this
1: is rad. I love it. We're going to ask everybody You know to come who we in. need to have come up here? Go ahead. Mr. Wonderful. It's time. Remember when we talked to him? We should yeah. have recorded them, man. That was a great That's conversation. A good,
0: yeah. That was a great conversation. You know what? He'll be perfect up here. And you know what?
1: I have he's another table. Up. He's coming up. Yes. No, like, he, has coming uh, yeah. up. he has a fight coming up. He
0: has a fight coming up, I think he said, in March. You know? So he's taking care yeah. of himself. Obviously, you don't so want to. after him. that. Or maybe before, because he said before. Really? Yeah. He can do that? We'll just be like his. I mean, we're we're at a social distance. We're outside. Um, With Cantoria, I wore a mask. With, with uh, Neda Burrea, I wore a mask, you know? Yeah. And the quality still sounded the same. So Yeah. if he's up for it, we'll bring him up in the treehouse. You think he'll fit in there, bro? That's a big dude, no, man. No, That's a big dude. Yeah, I don't think he needs a ladder. He could just do a pull-up right <laughs> yeah. into the treehouse.
1: <laughs> nah, box, that, that'll be awesome. Jump his way up. This next
0: one. This next one is rad. This next one. Okay. This next one is good. Se llama Diego El Compita. His name's Diego. Um, I've reposted some of his reviews of beers and things that he's done. Intelligent young man. Intelligent young man from what I remember. I think he's 22 years old. Graduated from USD. Nice. He's really focusing on a career on media. Like He wants to pursue it. Sat down. He came to the brewery. Did a little quick interview with me and and, and myself with him. Um, Positive guy. Positive outlook. Everything was good. So it doesn't surprise me that this is the kind of question that he wanted to ask. But he said... I would choose Cesar Chavez mm-hmm. the social media. Mm-hmm. Valid fucking point, bro. Because then that guy, now in British, yeah, the homie Diego decided to choose Cesar Chavez. You know, and why did he choose Cesar Chavez? He won, obviously for the historical backing and, and the powerful figure that he was, but more importantly, how did he organize and get garner so much attention and awareness? In a time prior to social media, mm-hmm. I don't think it's um, people realize that once upon a time there were no social. There was no social media, man. You know, mm-hmm. it's taken over so much of everybody's lives, and myself included. Where it's like you, you become somewhat dependent on working on social media that you can't even imagine a life where it doesn't exist. You know, a life where there is no internet, a life there where there is no way to amplify your voice and and like promote whatever you want to promote. You yeah. know, so think of the era of Cesar Chavez and how much power was in his cause that he was able to garner following garner garner that that, that support you know and it's that's intense people who yeah. could do that in in old times you know before we have all this technology modern technology those guys had a talent
1: yeah that and i think he did something that that maybe doesn't get spotlighted as much but he worked with other leaders like yep. it wasn't just him it was crossovers correct though there was the the Filipino farm worker movement that was also strong and some would argue that at that time it was stronger than what Cesar Chavez was doing but he he somehow came at the forefront you know but all of those leaders together every cause needs a leader bro yeah. Any face. books,
0: any books that you would recommend, any documentaries that you recommend for people to kind of like delve into more of that, that you've done research with?
1: Um, not really documentaries, but you know, I could post some stuff yeah, up because that would be a couple awesome. Years ago, I, I did a, a collaboration with a, a Filipino art collective Bayani art from Oakland. Okay. And they had the two Filipino leaders that they illustrated alongside César Chavez and Dolores Huerta. And and just to shine a light, like, you know, it's not that one did more than the other. There was obviously in everything there's a face, the one that everybody recognizes. But there's always others, right? And we wanted to like emphasize that it's not it shouldn't be something that divides us because there there was a lot of hurt in the Filipino community of why Cesar Chavez got all the credit when they put in a lot of work too, you know, and some of that hurt still carries on today with some of the elders. And, you know, we wanted to make sure that we also emphasize, like we we're stronger together, you know, when we're together and we unite forces, we can achieve that, what they achieved. You know, they made a change. That's they more apparent now lives. than ever,
0: bro. That's more yeah. apparent now than ever, you know, more than ever. So I'm going to challenge myself to get I'll, more. Yeah. Get more I'll in tune. And, and, yeah. think that. that. I would definitely appreciate and I'll, I'll that. I'll send it to you so we
1: could put it in the, in the description for this mm. episode. We'll have some, some links, for you. some
0: links on where people can, yeah. you know, and while we're at it, let's throw some links to Chalino Sanchez. You know, okay, maybe like i <laughs> t- <laughs> um, yeah, which leads us to the question of next week, bro. Yeah. What you got? I don't know. Let's see. We always fuck around with, um, the paranormal. The parent, the parent. Par- I want to find the button, bro, but I don't know what button it is. It's the bottom, bottom <laughs> this one. Yeah, this one, we always um, yeah. talk about the the paranormal. No, oh, that, <laughs> was, that was the other was, one. All right, <clears <clears <throat> the <other> one. <clears throat> okay. We we always fuck around with the um, the paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> no, mommy. Uh, but yeah, wife, yes. seen some shit. You said you've seen some shit because we started talking about that after. After the, um, the last podcast, we we started kind of delving into it and sharing experiences. Mm-hmm. I shared some experiences from here. You shared some experiences from your house yeah. and with your kids. Yes. And, you know, I was like, boom. If it's one thing Mexicans fucking love, bro. And I say Mexicans confidently because everybody in my family loves shit like this. <laughs> is ghost stories and stories about fucking eh, la mano peluda, la llorona. Yeah, you know, yeah, shit like yeah, that, yeah, bro. Yeah. Just the paranormal UFOs and ghosts. Oh. Questions of the week. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had an encounter with the other side? Dun, dun, dun. Have you ever seen anything? Ooh. Have you ever been in a position where you <laughs> felt something? All of those things. If you've ever had like an experience with some some ghostly shit, some some extraterrestrial shit, which right now seems to be in vogue, bro. It seems like the aliens are on their way down here. They're not happy with the way we're operating, and they just want to be like, "Hey, hey, take it easy." They want to check us or something. Oh, yeah. It seems like that's next. The aliens are next, and then boom, that's a wrap, bro. <laughs> you know? Game over. So reach out. We'll put it again. We'll put it on on uh, on Instagram, and uh, we'll try to meet early next week. Let's yeah. let's see if we can meet early. What's today? We today's Friday. Yep. Yes, we thought by Friday, like I feel like my body's destroyed. I know. I'm like, Ugh. we had, dude. I, we had to smoke, smoke. We had to drink whiskey to get this. <laughs> smoke, <laughs> some whiskey. smoke some whiskey, drink some weed. You know, we had to get all that <laughs> just to fully function today. But yeah, next week let's let's, let's plan on um recording this earlier during the week so we can address the all important issue mm. of aliens and ghouls From and goblins.
1: Fuck no, what I didn't. It's not that? that one. I
0: tried. I fucked up, bro. I ain't gonna do that one anymore. Crickets. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a good question. That is a very good question. That's a question that's gonna get my wifey hype, bro. Yeah, and then she's got. Oh, eventually, we also talked yeah. about which
1: story to tell.
0: All of them, bro.
1: All of them. All of them.
0: We got extras. I think it's time we start like putting shit on Patreon, like like mm, like exclusive. like secret stories, like exclusives, bro. Yeah. And Casas, Eric Casas is gonna help with the this branch of the brewery which is also emo brown is um we're putting video into the treehouse so mm-hmm. the the first uh videos are finally coming out where we're in the treehouse and we started a youtube page bro oh, what? yeah so guys if you're out there listening uh, we have a youtube channel it's called emo brown the saddest mexican so go on there subscribe get in there early cuz as soon as we start building that up I think you have to get to like 100 subscribers to reach a new a new goal and unlock new levels of accessibility. Now, so I haven't really dived into it. Mm-hmm. If somebody out there knows and can school me or us on it. By all means, reach out and let us know. But yeah, started that YouTube channel and on that YouTube channel we want to just throw a bunch of videos, bro. What do you want to throw on there? Our bike rides, uh, our soccer games eventually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brew <laughs> w- sessions W-verse. of emo brown, you know, just just <laughs> everything, you know. Yeah. Um. You we're getting GoPros so like take a GoPro with you and take it to school throughout your daily experience of operating right now during a pandemic. You yeah. know, where you we can get our wifies involved and just kind of get everybody involved because emo brown is it. We're all about the community. Mm -hmm. So this is a community effort, you know? And like, I ultimately want to have uh, my wifey, like sit down and do a podcast with your wifey, you know? And it's like Emo Brown, like the wifeys, you know? And then we'll do like couples. And then we just kind of pop, 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 just kind of start plugging different people in and and throw it out there. And then, but yes, but slowly start documenting it. Now that we're kind of comfortable behind a microphone, Let's see how comfortable we are when we're like in front, we're in front, of, the front cam, of the camera. We're so dude. We have yeah. faces made for podcasts, bro. Let's be real. No. Right, let's be real. Like <laughs> I'm gonna wear a mask, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna That's come out I luchador. <laughs> luchador status, <is>, bro. <laughs> so <laughs> el yes. El that was a good episode. It was a good weekly recap. Um, hey, I'm I think we I think we touched week. we touched on everything. Yeah. And we planted an awesome seed for next week. Yeah. You're right. An awesome seed hey, for like, next
1: week. Like you know when you're when you wake up, Go ahead. And you can't move. Yeah. And had you that. start seeing the light moving around in your room. I've had that. Oh. I've
0: had that. But that's not demonic. No. That's called paralysis.
1: No. No? No, because you start praying. And by the time you get down with that second Padre Nuestro.
0: Boom. I'm going to tell you prayed. the last time that happened to me. It happened to me.
1: All right. That's what people want to call it. Yeah. Sleep paralysis. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. But I've heard. Go ahead. It's a demon sitting on you, yeah, and you see? can't fucking yeah, move. Yeah. You can't yes, I, breathe. See, lo I, yes, I, I was watching a movie, uh-huh. okay, and I wanted, and it was. I passed out on the couch watching the movie. All everybody had already gone to their their rooms. Wifey was waiting for me in the bedroom, and I was like, "Oh wait, all right, let me get up." Fuck. Into my head, I went through the whole process uh-huh. of getting up, getting the remote, turning the TV off. I couldn't move, bro. I couldn't move. I I, I like wiggled myself down, and then I, <laughs> and I fell off the. I fell off the 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 the, 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 the the peachy sofa and i started like kind of dragging myself crawling and then poof in my head i thought i woke up but i was back in the couch why bro i was fucking trippy that happened about three times in a row and like the the whole sequence of me pushing myself off of the couch and crawling to the bedroom and each time it got more and more close to getting to the bedroom and i would wake up in my head thinking i woke up and i'd be back on the couch I was like what the fuck? So it happened like two or three times that that happened I just started screaming. Ah! And in my head I'm like I'm going to wake everybody up. Ah. And I did. But then when that happened I woke up again. Dude, I was resetting over and over and over. That was the trippiest thing that has ever happened to me. Wow. That was great. And eventually I just kind of woke up and I got up and I was like, "Whoa, that was fucking weird." And I walked to the fucking bedroom and went to sleep. I've had I've had that shit happen a lot. I've had and by a lot, maybe like five times in my life where I feel like I'm screaming. There's something on me. I can't breathe. There's a lot of pressure. I'm looking at the door. I'm like, I gotta get to the fucking door. And I can't get to the door. Mm. Just a little teaser. What we're gonna talk about next week?
1: Yeah,
0: I got. I got a lot of those fucking stories. Yeah. Look at you. You want to say some shit, but nah, you scared.
1: You? It, mine. I'm saving mine. <laughs>
0: oh man. All righty, guys. Thank you guys for listening. And again, yeah. uh, let's see what do we do. What do we do? Yeah, yeah. Go, go to YouTube. Sign up. Uh, subscribe for our channel. The Imo Brown, the Side is Mexican podcast. There's a couple of videos on there right now, but there's for sure more shit coming. Shoot us some input. What do you guys want? Like, what, yeah. what, 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 what do you want us to do? Like, we, we did get some phone calls. We did get some messages. Um, we'll address those next times. I'm still figuring out how to put them on the system, but there's a, definitely a way to put the phone calls and read your messages over the over this, and we can have a nice little interactive phone conversation. We want to open all that up. Um, you can, we can take live calls on the mm-hmm. show. You know, so next time I challenge us to like go. Let's make a call to somebody. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll find somebody yeah. and, we'll, and we'll get them on the Cold phone. Call. Cold call. Cold calling, bro. You know, hey, are you prepared to, prepared to receive Jesus Christ? And but we're gonna do. Yeah, let's unlock that. What do you guys like? You know, like we we, we want to learn more. We want this brand to grow with you guys because the brand is you guys. Um, there's always merch on emobrown.com. Subscribe to the emo brown channel on YouTube. Thank you guys.
1: Bye-bye.
0: That is a wrap for this episode of the Emo Brown, the Saddest Mexican podcast. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at emo brown give us a shout out at Twitter we're on there too and at Facebook for those of you who still use Facebook we're on there as well more importantly give us a visit at emobrown.com that's where you can find all of our episodes all of the merch there's more merch coming as well as access to the Patreon club joining the Emo Brown social club don't be a stranger Hop on in there join submit follow follow the fellow we appreciate your support thank you very much big things are coming visitos visitos too high.